I'll come back. 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 It sounds really good though. It's got like really like, the, like really good face line. <laughs> oh, is it the um? Oh god, like, there was a version of All Star that was written in uh, Gregorian verse chant. I've heard that one, but it's not that. It's no. I'll find um, it. This is this is the one. This is the one we've seen. I'll post him behind the counter. Here. God damn it, milk. Here you. Fuck of these. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've heard a lot of these things. All right, there you go. Awesome. All right, so now we're live. Um. I guess here we fucking go. Okay. So... So... <laughs> oh, oh god. god, no! I'm gonna burp. I think. No, okay, I don't. We'll burp on cast priest. <laughs> there we go. Never mind. Ooh, that's really good. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the barcast. So the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening will be Flammenwerfer. Yes. Milk. Lamp. Ravage. What? Pencil stranded is in, in a desert. Enigma's uh, probably walking McDonald's. And my name's Flutter Priest. And this week, we have a very special guest. We've had a lot of different type of purple on the cast before. Really? But this one is the prosiest. We have uh, yeah. purple <laughs> pros. Hello, it's me. I'm the guy. Don't Yay. <laughs> Wait, we need purple. Is there the purples? Is there the purples besides me? Am I the only one? There many of them? I think it's, oh, it's, it's a pun. Oh, I know it's a pun. I made it. It's my pun. <laughs> but yeah. that's what I, if yeah, but I also used it as like people. People. Oh. Oh. I get you. That's a lot great. Of type of I, purple. I'm writing this down. It's going to my list of things I can use purple for. <laughs> uh, for those that haven't tuned in, thanks for watching. You can catch up on other episodes on iTunes, Google Play Music. Uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, you name it, we're probably on it, except Spotify, because, love you Spotify, please take us. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to pay your sick money. Anyway, um, we are a uh, donation-based, community-based podcast where you ask for the guests, we get them on, you ask the questions, we make them miserable for two hours, and then maybe you donate to us and we take all of our proceeds and all money and donate to horse charities. Hell yeah. Um, that said, we have a, uh, we are also watching the chat right now as we are out on Twitch. And uh, uh, Milk, you're voluntold to do to what? <laughs> relay the questions to here, and we'll ask, uh, answer those questions, and give them the purple pros. Man, I've I've for like I'll totally. I'm just Stutterville. I'll totally, totally pretend like I'm paying attention to that chat. Good. Did you come, did you come back with a Canadian accent, priest? A part no. of Canadian mannerisms. No way. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, starting out with the very first question that we always ask, that question, Rundown Jet asks, Purple, how big is your dick? Oh, it's huge. It's just colossal. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm called Purple for a reason, right? It's like, sort of like, it's bulbous. <laughs> it's a it's pear-like. It's pear-like, yes. As Shakespeare once said, it's a popper in pear. I'm not sure I should say that in. Say it somewhere. Popper in pear is what my dick is. <laughs> Pop and off. And it's pear-shaped. Yeah. Using Shakespeare to describe I just the dick. I just probably smack around a lot as well. It's time to be alive. 
Shakespeare. 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 Oh my God! It's right in the name, <laughs> right in the name lads. And he's All British right. too. Are we the same person? I wouldn't be surprised if you were. Anyway, first, first, first question down. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with some like actual interview questions and stuff like that. Uh, just kind of right. the standard. Let's start with number one. Uh, who introduce yourself? Who are you, and what do you do for the fandom? Uh, okay, so I'm Pepper Pros, and basically for the last like oof, it's almost six years now. It's a bit terrifying. Anyway, uh, I've just been like writing things intermittently, very intricately, honestly. Uh, I'm editing quite a lot for people. Um, and mostly, yeah, like people like our. Recently, I was Aragon and Mr. Numbers. The other two people I've mentioned a lot because I write it for them an absolute ton. Um, but like, just like, yeah, I'm just around. I've been around reading stuff, editing stuff, writing stuff. I'm, I'm not particularly well known. I'm sort of like around because I'm back on like, used to be like on Skype in the sort of era of Skype. I was like friends with a lot of people. So like, obsolescence and random people would mention me occasionally. And that's sort of my thing. I'm just sort of this dude around. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're you're everyone's friend. Everyone knew who you were, and you're in a place where everyone knows your name. That's good. Yeah, so oh, like that. Oh, oh, the power of horse oh, fame. The most valuable thing. <laughs> uh, so, how did you get into the fandom? Um, so, I think yeah, when I was like, oh god, I was supposed to be like fifteen or something. It's really, I was, anyway, <laughs> I was like, I was supposed to be like fifteen. I was friends with a guy. That's that's like school. And my friend's running beside me. Hey, actually, it's pretty full story. So my friend um, started doing this thing called Pear Doesn't Know. He kept saying Pear Doesn't Know, right? And everyone was in on this thing called Pear Doesn't Know. Whenever I asked about it, they, like, deliberately avoid saying anything. I look kind of, like, suspicious. They're all fucking stupid because we're, like, 15. And so I was, I was really curious about this thing. And eventually, like, he started giving everyone initials. Like, everyone in the friend group got, like, initials from the, my friend. Like, and one was, like, TS. One was PP. One was RD. I should get it. And he goes on like this. And like eventually, like I think I also saw like some video on YouTube. Where it was like an animation, and it had like one of the ones, ones with, like vinyl scrap and Octavia in it. It's like a music video, and I think I picked up on the, the initials of the characters, and I said, "Hang on!" I wonder. I was like, "Hang on, you're Pinkie Pie." And I pointed to the friend, and I was like, "I know how that from somewhere." And he's like, "How'd you get that? <laughs> How'd you guess this?" And eventually, yeah, the whole thing was like he'd seen one episode of the thing and was kind of into it, and so. Yeah, it sort of became this thing, and then we got both, me and my one other friend got really, really into, into horse for like a while, and we just wanted to write a fanfic. We thought let's do something cool and do in the fandom, and then yeah, it sort of he sort of left like ages ago, but I'm still here. <laughs> uh, left for a little bit, but I'm back again, and it's just it's just a good show. I like it. It's cute. I've got lots of friends here, so hell yeah, and I like writing. Also, yeah, that's, that's the main thing. Also, I'm I didn't think, I think I was be good at writing at all. And I, got re- I was really good at it. <laughs> Not really good at it, but like I was already into it for a while. And then I got good quite quickly. And then I was like, well, I'll keep doing this. And now I'm, I'm doing English and creative writing degree. So I've, it's sort of become a, you know, it's become a thing for me. It's become my life. It's become, only, only because of horse, I've actually got my like current life path found out. Do you know what I mean? Hell yeah. Yeah, it's now I edit. Hear, it's good to hear horse like actually positively influence people's lives. Oh yeah, it's absolutely. It's not like in it for the memes or in it for the fapping and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like affected my formative years severely. So yeah, I've, I've grown up with Halls kind of, which is scary to say, but it's, it's a good thing for me. So I'm happy. It's good. The, the next question is, what do you consider your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, conventions, music, fan fiction? What, uh, what really roots you here? 
Uh, it's absolutely the buzz, the fanfic, because like Finfic's the, the reason why I'm here, because Finfic's just a great, a great site, <laughs> and it's a really great community, well, even though it's like, you know, obviously every community's got its own, it's, it's a lot of it's shit, a lot, of, a lot of things are shit in it, but it's every community. And the reason why I like Finfiction is because it's, there's a sort, there's a sort of a, like accepted bar of like, sort of uh, competency regards to writing and like criticism. And so like, Finfiction as a community, beyond just the website being functional, everything about it, like the other people in it are like way better than on the other fanfiction sites. And it's like the best place to be able to write stuff and get feedback and feel good about yourself. And like, yeah, I'm just, I'm, it's a really, the reason why I'm here is if Infiction wasn't here, I would have left the fandom ages ago, honestly. Like the photo show is good, but that's not where I watch, that's not, I'm behind on the show because I watch it like intermittently now and then with time. I'm here for the, for the people, the fanfic and the community. No, I feel that, man. Like, I, I can't tell you how much shit from season eight has been spoiled and I haven't even started it yet. Just like yeah. great. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I'm like halfway season eight. Like honestly, though, too far though. I will, I'll admit, like this show got really good recently. Like those two seasons been really good. So I've been, I've been like actually genuinely quite interested in like watching the show. But I was always, I was like watching the show, but like it's more of like a sort of feel good thing than like a I, I'm critically involved in this show. I'm not like you know, I don't want people analyzing the show for like oh, there's interesting world building here or whatever, or like you know, oh, I don't like this one thing they did with this one character. It makes me angry. It's more like. You know, I like it's comfy, and it, when I feel a bit sad, you watch the show, and you're like, "Oh, I feel much happier about myself." But it's the fan, it's the fanfic that keeps you here, really. That's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, I ramble a lot there, sorry, but you know, <laughs> no, it's all good. Trust me, you're not the worst rambler we've had here. Oh um, yeah, okay. I can imagine one would be. Aragorn. Sorry, I love you. Okay. Is that a love blow? I feel bad. Nah, he knows. He he, he enjoys the tension. Is it now going? Ah, yes, that's my name. I'm so happy now," says Aragon, taking a drink. Uh, I love you, Aragon. Hey, I love you, Aragon. But anyway. he's just like, yeah, he likes it. Okay, what's next? Number four is if you have one thing you say to your followers, your fans, or your haters, what would it be? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I don't really. I, I don't really think I have fans, really. All like haters. Like I'm not. I don't really do enough to be hated. All you got twenty three people watching you right now. You got. You got some fans. Uh, okay, <laughs> but I, I guess really leaves friends. <laughs> I, I have friends. Yeah, absolutely. I have, so friends. I guess I'm like. I'm just say like, as a sappy answer, I'd say thank you because this is generally the last few years have been really great for me as a person, and it's because of fiction. I think a lot of friends have made it. Uh, as a meme answer, uh, Aragon, you're a piece of shit. Also. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Uh, haters go away, I guess. That's the YouTube answer, isn't it? Haters go away. Hey, this guy out of no here. Bully. Don't read my whole stories. None of them for you. They're all for me. Ha ha ha. I got them. All right. What's next? <laughs> next question. It's time to ask the one that breaks people, breaks friendships, and will ruin lives. Okay. Who is best pony? Oh, it's actually really easiest. Uh, all the princesses, all of them are the best. All of as, them, as a, as a unit, they are the best. Except for Flurry Heart, the worst. As but <laughs> yeah, no, Flurry Heart doesn't count. Like she's yeah, like, yeah, I'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, guys, have you seen the baby? Stop. It's stop. time to stop. I consider, <laughs> I consider Flurry Heart stop. a fucking duchess or some shit. She ain't no princess. <laughs> okay, I still okay. I, I don't like Flurry Heart, but I want. I still really want to write. Uh, that you know, like so there's like a thing where like a goth flurry heart, like an, like an image or something, a bit of art that came around the internet for a bit. That seems I thought I want to write a goth flurry heart story. That sounds fun. That sounds really cool. Like you, so know, you know, like yeah. Depending on how you write flurry heart, she can be really, really fun to write. 
Like, I, I remember the first furry heart story that I wrote that I was just tickled with and yeah. so proud of. It was all about throwing her into a trash can. And it was <laughs> wow, that's some some of some great story, Hilly. Can we just, you know, mention the fact that you said furry heart? Because that gave me the idea that she grows up. I didn't say furry heart. Ew, ew, heart. what's this? Oh, no, that's that's, <laughs> a, that's the second one I wrote. The first one is... Anyway, uh, all right. Now we're going to questions actually out in the thread. Okay. Uh, cool. And we're going to start with Alps underscore, our resident intern. He starts mm -hmm. by asking, uh, what is your favorite MLP ship? Or you might say, you're one true pair... Oh no, I'm not going to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what? Okay, let's think. Uh, oh, actually, I always think of all. Aerie's questions are easy. Twilight Luna. Always been the best. It's always been the best from the very start. Twilight Luna. The reason why I got so into reading Halsey was because of Twilight Luna. I thought it was great. The aesthetic is brilliant, right? I like, I like both characters. They're great together. And it just, it's just the fact that, like, uh, it's hard to write a well good Twilight story because, like, it's, it's like they're, they're very comfortable together. So you got a kind of like an adventure story around it, and it's a lot of effort. But uh, the few that like the few like I really like Twilight stories are so good, like you know Apotheosis, Men uh, uh, on the Moon, this Nemesis thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I like That's Twilight. Strange. We we've never gotten that answer before for Twiluna. And... Because it's dying. It's a dead ship. It's so old now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I only remember. Yeah. I remember reading like. I think the last popular Twi Luna fic I read was like in fucking 2013. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was so we should we should all bring it back. Yeah, it should bring it you back. You know what? Let's do it. Fucking tonight, I'll just bang out a 2,000 word story, Twi Luna. Let's do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, isn't, that, like, isn't that ship typically called tuna? Yeah, oh, yeah, tuna. That's it. That's it. It's now tuna. <laughs> bring back tuna. tuna. Tuna sandwich. <laughs> Smells fishy. Ooh. Uh, oh, it'll smell fishy later, trust me. <laughs> Question number two. Question number two. Uh, what is your funniest anecdote? So just a story that you would oh. tell a bunch of friends at a bar, maybe a memorable con experience? Uh, 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 I'm trying to think for a bit. Anecdotes. Anecdotes. Uh, I don't have any exact you got anecdotes. Like, mm, I guess one. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, um, or why don't we twist it this way? What's okay. the worst line you've ever edited? Worst line? Oh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> it's even harder. Uh, it's, it's okay, so the thing with editing is there's a lot of a lot of things you read. It's just like <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of things. Like, editing is the thing where it's like stories where um, like you think if you've watched Jailer previously, taught this before. Like the stories that is obviously terrible. And like you read them, and like, okay, it's all terrible. It's all, it's all badly written. There's no redeeming qualities whatsoever. Uh, and like, you're like, ah, that's not much point in me even saying anything because it's just too much shit. It's the worst stories, the ones which are like just good enough that you're like, I can have sentences that actually prose on a on page. And then it's like, you hear what to say because like, it's just really boring. It's really bad. It's like, it's terrible. But it's not bad enough for me to go like, it's not a lot unsalvageable. So you got to send effort to make it good. And it's like, ugh, you know. Um, I'm trying to have a good. I have particular lines though. It's like, just I've, I've heard like I've heard, the worst thing I've heard tends to be from other people who've read like edited like really weird stories. that like just kind of, oof. but um, yeah, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't really, I don't really keep track of that stuff. I don't think it's very good because like you cut it out immediately. 
Mm, yeah, that conversation I think is particularly bad, honestly. Like most lawyers just sort of like just kind of like you look at it and you go, okay, it's just probably terrible. Um, All right. Also, I don't really want to talk. I don't want to talk shit about people either, to be honest. So no, it's it's, it's <laughs> totally fair. It's just that sometimes you run over something like, oh, the water was very wet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just kind of scratch your head. Anyway, uh, next question number three. Uh, a general question from Alex: How do I improve my prose? Uh, improve your prose. Um, the best thing I found for prose is, um, I get, mostly it's about uh, rhythm. Like the thing people forget is that poetry is really good for teaching how to write good prose. Because a lot of the thing about prose is that you need, um. Yeah, you need like you know, because like all the plastic devices you think about you hear about in school, like alliteration and rhyme and these different things you care about, they do make prose go from like functional to really great. So I guess I pay attention to words that are necessary and also words that like, like you know, words that fit right into the sentence and like not necessarily do a thing particularly useful, but like help the. It, sometimes you read a sentence and it feels off, and that's like a sign that you need to put in a new word or put a word out, and that'll help the rhythm improve. So I guess like one of the main things is reading a lot, so you can so you can see those things, so you can hear those things out, or writing much more mods, so you can see those uh, they, they sort of tiny little changes you can make that very small changes that make your prose much better. Um, that's the main thing for it, really. That's the thing I think people don't think about much. All right. Uh, yeah. The next question is from RB Dash Forty Seven, the most relevant pin picture, who asks, "Which of your stories are you most proud of?" Uh, oh, well, I recently wrote, uh, recently wrote a story called Sugar and Spice, which is like the story I've been working on for absolutely ages. Uh, I started, I, I think Jake the Army guy did a whole story about this. He did a whole contest about like obscure shipping. Uh, and I was like, yeah, that's interesting. I was trying to think of what I had. I had like, I, I, like, I wanted to write a story about Saffron Salad at some point. So I uh, sat down, thought about what could do Saffron Salad, and I came up with Pony Joe, the, you know, the Donut Joe guy. Whoa, thought, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought, oh, you know, that's going to be interesting. And I thought I'd give it a sort of rough plot from it. And then um, I just sort of, yeah, it sort of, it spiraled, it got really, it, got, it spiraled out of control, really. Because I started writing about like 5K words. And then by the time the first, I wrote, I wrote for 13 hours straight. And I had 11K. I was nowhere near done. <laughs> and so I had, like, over the last, like, few years, I just been sort of adding to it. And eventually submitted it at, like, 30K, 35K. And it's, like... The story I'm most proud of, as I think that's the best writing, the best characters I've had written before. It's not perfect, obviously, but like, I'm very, very fond of that story. Um, I didn't get that many views either, though, to be fair, because it's kind of obscure shit, which is fair enough. Um, right. But yeah, I was, I was a big fan of that story. It's, it was really fun to write. Cool. Next question is from Undumb Twine, or okay. Tinway. Uh, yeah. uh, you've written some excellent uh, world building heavy fix like ruled by sin and the city that breathes. What advice do you have for people who are looking to write world building heavy stories? And how do you properly integrate world building with storytelling and writing? Um, well, um, I guess uh, I've actually wrote an article about this on, on like on um, Mr. Numbers' blog thing, the Wholesome Rage. And it's about like roughly the main points I found was that like, uh, it's knowing when to not show you're working. Like, obviously, people work out, like, behind the scenes and plan out all these different stories that are, like, it's in, like, you know, notes for the world and how deep it is and how complex and how wide it is. And I've, I mostly found that, like, most of it, as long as you don't see that written in the screen, like, written in the story, like, you want to see it, putting notes down and, you know, mentioning storylines and sort of expanding on stuff. Um, so, like, to, you know, so say you have, like, you know, say you have, like, a ship, like, a spaceship that can, like, it's, like, sentient in some way. 
you expand out from there, like what you could think about the world in a general because of that one small detail. And that's when you get like stories and film fiction that take a very small thing on in the world of the story of the, you know, the show and expand it to this whole cool story arc. And it's more about, yeah, so it's more about like, less about the sort of padding out stuff with details you think should be there and more about finding an interesting story, the small details you, you come up with in your world. Um, so for World by Sin, for example, which is a dragon story we ages ago, um, <clears throat> I took the, I mostly thought back from the stuff in the main setting, like the dragons or Discord and the Windigos and sort of coming back to a, or for like a long time ago and finding a thing that could originate those, those parts of the storyline and time together. And like, so the interesting thing about the World by Sin is the fact that um, if it's like the end result of what happens in the story, it's sort of like, you know, sort of mythological feel of like, this is why this thing exists in the real world because of this one thing a long time ago. Um, and also finding context too, like you can, you can write like these really like big verbose expositionary world building stories and no one really wants to read them because the writing isn't very fun to read. So it's finding a nice context. So I've, for example, like actually what molested was he, a phrase that's like a speech from a cult leader for this one like belief of how the world works. And it was interesting to read because you see like why, you see like a sort of distorted perspective on the world. That's interesting as well. Like what the characters think about the world too is very important. Those are my few like sort of rough ideas of what's good for world building. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Then uh, surprise, RB-47 actually has more questions for you. Uh, the first one is RB-47. Yeah. Uh, fuck, Mary kill uh, between Mr. Numbers, Aragon, and Majin. Oh shit, this is hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, okay. Uh, well, I, I thing is, like, now, let's see. So, uh, Margin, Margin and I, for a brief period of time, were going to get married at Veronicon. He asked, me, he asked me, he approached me for hand in marriage, and I thought, do you want to get married for the memes? And I thought, hmm, maybe I, maybe I do. Maybe I do, Margin. <laughs> maybe we should get married together. Uh, I didn't end up going back on that, because <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to get married to someone for the joke. Uh... So I think he'd be a good lover though, Margin. I can hug him. He's quite comfy. He's a pretty comfy guy. If you won't marry him for the if you won't marry him for the meme, marry him for the vine. <laughs> <laughs> the vine is dead though. Yeah, that's true. Maybe Margin killed the vine. Maybe he should dead on the vine. Dead on the vine. Um let's see. I guess like Aragon. I guess Aragon, you get tired of him actually, wouldn't you? Like you have Aragon in front of you and you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun for a bit. <laughs> And then he starts speaking, and you go, "Oh yeah, I remember why. I remember why you called Aragon now." So I, I probably like, hmm. I think I, I, think I think Smith Numbers and I were very similar. Uh, I mean, a good lover. I, I admire Miss Numbers. I mean, I think you like that. Yeah. Like, oof, it's difficult. Kill Aragon. Fuck Margin. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Get wrecked, Aragon. Oh, I love you. All right. Next question is, if you had one day to live over again, what day would you pick? Would you just relive it, or would you try to change something? Mm. Oh, jeez. Uh... This has the strong possibility to get very real. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> uh, I guess, like, not really, honestly. Like, I'm pretty comfortable with how I ended up. Uh, like, it's not really anything I want to change. Honestly, I'm not happy with. I don't really miss the opportunities. I guess, like for example, like I've done like, I've like messed up my exams before in like school and like had to do an extra year of work or something. But that was good for me, really, because it helped me grow up. 
So it's a bit of a real answer. This I'm not very interesting to read to hear to listen to. But, um, yeah, not really. Honestly, like I'm happy with how things go. <laughs> I guess like I wish I wish I got back at Mario Margin now. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then Ice Star has the next question. What fruit is your mortal enemy? Apples. Like pears, but or pinches. Fuck apples. Fuck apples. <laughs> Fuck apples. What's your opinion of apple horse? Oh. We're, we're rivals. <laughs> rivals. I respect right. power, but pears are superior. Now, if I saw apple, if I saw apple horse in the, in the street, we have a duel. I mean, we're like we're like sort of lovers, like you know, fated lovers, like Romeo and Juliet. That's what we are. We have a horse. Uh, oh man, uh, Shakespeare please has the next set of questions. Okay. <laughs> and this first one, oh my I god. Like okay. So, pimple probes, Abe, C D, Effigy, a Chai, Jake, Ellen, Menope, Q R S T U V O. W X Y Z. Yeah, I wonder what this is. <laughs> I understand. Uh, very very I clever. <laughs> very clever Shakespeare at least. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm groaning. Okay, number two. What best apparently pairs with a pair of Paris pairs? Hmm. <laughs> what the hell? Best pair of with a pair of Paris pairs. Ooh. A purple prose. That's what it goes well with them. I like some Paris pears, lads. I eat some Paris pears, but now I'm hungry, actually. Fucking okay, I'll go with Paris pears. Uh, a pair off, pair off a pair of purple pears, pair of pears? It works for me. <laughs> Number three. Does every prose have its thorn? Yes. Absolutely. Good. Keep it around me. Just in case you need to stab someone, you got to fall around. Is it, you don't see them on rollable pears. You gotta get good pairs. Good quality pairs have the purple pairs have them. Maybe not maybe know the breed of pairs that has a four, but you do. Number four. If you ran a state university, would it have pro state exams? <laughs> oh man. Oh shit. Uh totally. Sure, yeah. So that well, like, that like a pro so like a pros exam? So like I was on about pros? Because I would I'd probably do that, but you know. I, 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 these are all puns, and I'm just dying. And then he ends it with this. Uh, if you check the uh, behind the counter chat, I'll post the picture for you. How does this make you feel? Oh, holy shit! Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like I like some freckle mess. It's true. Freckles are good. Yeah. Would you like some skin with your freckles? Hmm. <laughs> That's a bite See, off. What's throwing me is the fucking like vine pick part. It looks like a butthole. And it's just like... Oh yeah, it's perfect. Holy shit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. That's amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> Some bro for life now has questions for you. Number one. What's your favorite video game? Uh favorite video game. Uh Oh, I, okay, yeah, so there's a game called Divinity Original Sin 2. I should have played that before. So uh, really, really... I've, I've seen people playing it before, but I haven't played it myself. Yeah, it's like a really, like, one of the best RPGs I've ever played, really. So it's really cool, like, turn-based combat RPG thing. And it's really, really deep, but, like, 
pretty to play, but it's like the, the, the depth of it is like more like how card it is. Like it's just a hard game, but like the actual com mechanics are pretty to get hold of. And right. it's like the storyline is great. And it's also, it's like four player. It's just like ridiculously like good, great game. It's really well made. And it's like hours long. And it's great game. Love that game so much. So is it kind of like four player Dark Souls? Uh no, it's it's more like um Fallout, the old Fallout games. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah it's turn based. Oh, yeah, like action a combat style type. Okay. Yeah, it's like an action action place based, like kind of XCOM sort of combat. You know, it's like you know, it's action points and uh, right. yeah, and it's just it's great. It's a really good game. Also, I played Spider Man on PS4 recently. That's a game. That game was ridiculously good. That game was so good. I'm surprised at how Spider Man PS4 is actually like one of the best games I've played in a while. Yeah, that game sucks. Awesome. The number two. What is your favorite boss fight? Boss fight. Um, boss fight in like a game. A game. Uh, yeah, no, in a game, not actually yeah. fighting. Oh yeah, like, I've killed many bosses on run. Yeah, although you wouldn't be the first person to take it that way. Yeah, I'm on the run from a lot of bosses I've killed in the past. But anyway, um, that uh, probably one of that sort of bosses, honestly. Like, uh, I should. Um, oh, actually, no. Hang on. Okay, well, the best boss fight. The end of Visual Sin Two has a really great boss fight, which I'm going to because it's a massive spoiler. But it's like a really, really great, cool. Difficult thing that might actually, actually sort of break. I sort of managed to kill the whole boss fight in like two turns, which shouldn't have been able to do, but very, very overpowered abilities. So that's why. But also, like, Dark Souls bosses are all great. Like, I think I love, um, uh, I think Wind Lord of Cinder is probably one of my favorite ones. Like, just great music, great fight, great parries, some of that. It's a cool, fun fight, fun fight to do. All right. Then, number three. From the accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart! That's a great voice. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, Skeletor, yeah, Skeletor's great. I'm a skeleton inside right now. I'm, I'm a skeleton. I like skeletons, you know. Oh, I'm shit. Oh, I mean, I mean, uh, no, not that. Uh, skeleton, I'm just gonna get me. <laughs> yeah. Alright, number four. You are in the small horse shire. What business do you start? Hmm. So there has to be something I'd be like pairs and pairs, as in pairs of things. Yeah, pay, I, I'm a I'm a shipping company. I ship people together, and I'm also sell pairs, just in case. All right. Number five. Do you even praise, bro? Yeah, dude. Some bro of life. I praise. <laughs> Nice. Then we're going to RK Striker JK5, who starts by asking, "What is your favorite non-MLP franchise?" Um, so, uh, probably like something like either. Oh, actually, yeah, it'd be. Um, have you guys ever read the comics? Uh, the the uh, Neil Gaiman like graphic novel Sandman. That's from. I I have not. I've never really gotten into comics. Uh, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I recommend at least on its own. Sandman's like it's really great sort of. It's kind of literary. It's like for like, dark Wait. fantasy. Yeah, isn't Sandman that DC uh, comic yeah. where it, yeah, death, time, uh, dream. Yeah, yeah, all those characters. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, the idea is that there's uh, the endless, which are these sort of entities that are sort of, sort of beyond time. It's sort of like your death and dream, all these sort of good characters. And there's sort of a sound like a sort of collection of it's like it's kind of a collection of short stories about this sort of world where like all the gods are real in some form. Um, yeah, you know, the, the, all the stories in the dreams exist in some form. Oh, um, huh. So, like, you know, stories about, like, and the, the stories, like, kind of off the, so it's a main story about, like, dream and his sort of, like, storyline of how he sort of, you know, what is this sort of life, not life, but, like, a sort of period of time and the sort of tragedy something he goes through. But the other side of stuff is, like, kind of interesting. It's, like, for example, one of the really stories I really like is, um, 
about uh, basically a bunch of cats sort of meet in this one graveyard, and the cats sort of speak to them in a language, and um, they, they sort of tell the story of how uh, along like uh, before time, in the distant past, there were these. This is a world where the cats were massive and they hunted humans who were tiny, um, and uh, eventually all the, the, the humans dreamed of a world where they were the ones who were big. And all of reality, all of reality shifted to become this new reality where the humans are in charge. So the cats are like, if we dream, enough, if all of us dream enough of the same thing, we can make this happen. So it's kind of this like cool story where um, the world, the world universe is really about like how how like ambitions and dreams and stories affect things, how they affect reality. And it's like it's kind of really high, really deep, but also it's kind of it's kind of cool. It's just cool stuff happening in it, really. You know, like Thor shows up at one point, and he's hilarious. He's like got a tiny hammer, and it's like Loki shows up, and he's Loki. You know, Loki's like, and it's really really. Great mix of everything. It's just a really, really, really human characters, even though it's a really like inhuman character. They all, they're like, you know, the, the death is like it's beyond beyond existence, but it's still very human, which seems pretty cool. So yeah, Thomas Wayne franchise. I'd probably write for Frank uh, for that if I could, if I, if Gen Fit was a thing. Gen Fit thing. Right. Cool. It, it almost kind of sounds like, and obviously I'm not doing it justice, but like comic uh, supernatural. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. It's like a, it's a bit like, let me give you an example. It's a bit like, you know, like Percy Jackson sort of thing. It's like yeah. that. It's kind of like, it's like, well, it's about these like different things happening in this weird, massive universe. And it also it has DC characters in it because it's DC. So it has like Batman shows up at some point and uh, what else is there? What's the guy called? Hellblazer guy. Uh, John Constantine shows up. He's main character. And it's just, it's just really cool. This is a cool, so cool storyline. It's great. Really, really weird fantasy. Awesome. Then number two, uh, have you done any family related content for a non MLP franchise? Um, mm, not not really. No, um, I've like thought of it. I thought of it before, but like, the thing is, I don't know if there's a post that sort of thing. I'm not. I'm not really good at like art or music or anything. I'm just good at writing. I don't really post that sort of stuff. So um, I've never really gotten. Like, I I want to write like at some point. I want to write a snowman, a Sandman story, just for the sort of sake of doing it because it sounds really fun. I I also like Spider-Man a lot, so like Spider-Man stuff would be fun. Fun, but I know to know where to post it. That would get good feedback. So I've never really done anything for for other fandoms really. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, never really done anything for the fans. It's kind of a shame, really, because there's lots of stuff that's interesting that out besides horse. But, you know, if once Genfit comes along, I'll write a bunch of stuff for that. I think. Nice. Well, honestly, we kind of have to. Like, if we're gonna, if Genfit comes around and we have, and then we have to make it yeah. work, we have, have to do our best as the currently the current inhabitants. We can't just stick to pony. We have to Absolutely, branch yeah. out and actually like flesh it out so that way it's more welcoming to other people. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that's all thing. It's like, yeah, it's be the the new frontier. Yeah, exactly. Um, number three is a Doctor Who reference. Are you a fan? And nope. <laughs> I'm all right, then we will skip it. I'm very bad at very bad at being very bad at being English. English. I don't like being I'm English. a Doctor Who fan. Well, no one cares about you, Enigma. <laughs> anyway, Lone Trooper now has the next set of questions. Hey, Triple Pros, welcome to the cast. I'll try to make hey. my questions pairful. I hope my pros will be to your liking. Oh, yeah, so far, what is your favorite heartwarming experience at a convention? Uh, so I've been to a few conventions. Uh, I went to BronyCon 2014. I went to Galacon just this year. In, uh, uh, is it August? Yeah, it's in August. I went to Galacon with a bunch of people. Uh, I'm pretty sure my favorite experience was... Generally, all of Galacon was great. I did a big blog about it. It was really fun. I met a lot of people there, like Ghost Rakitus and Odds and Kettle and... Skywriter, a few other people besides that, uh, Carabas. Um, but the thing about, I think, really like heartwarming, I think, was 
There's, I bought a plushie. I thought people, I thought a few plushies there. I bought a Twilight Velvet for myself and a Luna as well. And I bought a Chrysalis and I gave it to Robinson Kettle as a sort of gift because because he was like looking after me because I was, I was like his place to stay, so I stayed with him for a bit. And it was sort of like it was sort of like the, the nice uncle of the group. He sort of looked after everyone. Right. And, um, and so I gave him that gift. And it was really nice. It was a really quite nice experience to give him that gift and hug him and like be like, hey, this is cool. So That's I awesome. connected. Yeah, it's really fun. Kettle's a really great person. Oh yeah, Kettle's amazing. If you haven't called me Kettle, everyone read Robin Kettle's stuff. It's great. He's really great. I love it. Great writer. Number two. What secrets do you possess in your library that you can divulge to us about writing fan fiction? Uh, <laughs> in the library? Uh, I guess it's like, look for the interesting... It's just like, look for characters that have good, good uh, chemistry with each other, and use stuff from the show and build on it. Like, sm- even small things that like you can build on to like, sort of build out the world a bit is really interesting. So like, if you're writing fan fiction, yeah, just look for the, the best... What's the, what's the best part of this, uh, this, this sort of... What would you like, like most about this, this sort of series you're reading about or writing about? Uh, like so, in in, in Malapony, the best characters obviously the best thing about the character the uh, show is the characters. So a lot of the stuff tends to be like shipping and things that you get to use those characters a lot, a lot pretty well. So I recommend that mostly. Like look for what you like the most about writing fan fiction. What's the most bit about the thing you're writing about, and build on that. Yeah, and never lose sight of what it is that you like. Yeah, because once like, it stops being fun, well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for example, like even small things like I saw someone put this really great. It was like a, like a re, like people talking about re, redoing phrases from real life. One of them was like feeding two birds with one scone instead of one instead of feeding two birds with one scone one stone. I thought it was a really great like thing to put into a story because it makes most perfect sense and it fits really well with the universe. It makes it feel like we're alive. So that's I actually like, really like that. It's really clever, isn't it? Yeah, that was great. Like, oh, I have no idea. Clever like, as fuck. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I just <laughs> kind of like. You just threw that at me and I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to find who did that. It's really clever. Okay, yeah, that's question, like. yeah. Question number three is what is your favorite type of tea and what do you like adding to your tea? Okay, so I don't I don't drink tea, but there is a thing I do like. Um, Ghost of Rocketus. Uh, okay, so the whole so the whole anecdote here. So I wrote Sugar and Spice and um one of the, in the, like, the one of the bits for, towards the end is this uh Tea that which the which saffron salmon makes, it's like the spicy tea, and the whole like the whole joke about that. And um, I was, I was talking to Miss Numbers at the time, and uh, he sent the the passage I sent him to Mr. Ghost of Rakitus. And Ghost of Rakitus, based on the the sound, based on the, how he imagined the smell with was how it smell, he designed a whole recipe for it. So there's a tea based on a joke I made in a story which exists, which is on my blog somewhere, and I've never drank it. But I want to because it sounds amazing. <laughs> Apparently, it's really delicious. So that's my favorite tea. Uh, yeah. Awesome. It's really cool. Number four. May I have a sample of your bodily fluids? Uh, yes, what I'm head. What the fuck? Why are you the Enigma leaves? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I actually anyway, that, got, actually the question a, is, I actually it's got that heavy breathing, shiver. so I had to do it. I yeah. actually got a shiver down my fucking spine. <laughs> yeah, that was really, really intense, dude. <laughs> Sorry. That was great. That was great. Oh, God. Okay, number five. Uh, you encounter Spike enjoying his existence, but gasp! He's eating microwave steak and wearing a t-shirt reading Enigma is Best Princess, oh. and all other princesses are trash. How do you make this abomination pay for his crimes? I would show a mirror of himself and go, look at this. 
this year. I'll be all in. Oh, so I'm pretty sure I got crying then, really, to be honest. <laughs> no, number six. If you could become any princess pony character, who would you become, and would you make others worship you? And apparently this includes the meme characters like Princess Big Mac, Princess Discord, and Starlight Glimmer. Starlight Glimmer is a meme character, it's true. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, probably Princess Twilight, because then you get to hang around with like Applejack and shit, and all those, all those guys. That'd be great. I'll probably hang watch it me. You could just say it out of nowhere, it's like, I hate yeah, apples. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Applejack's like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purple <laughs> pros, dude. Also, she's purple. That's the reason why she's purple. That's a good reason why you like this fella. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, All right, number seven. Now that you've chosen your princess, you're stuck on Earth in ancient Egyptian times. What do you say to become their ruler or try to escape back to Equestria? Please explain why. Uh... They probably just think like you're a horse god, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Egyptian times. Yeah, I'm, I'm Pizza Twilight, lad. I've got wings. I've got a horn. I can do magic. Basically, God. It'd be great. I'd probably go probably just stick around. But the slavery is a bit boring, though, so. Bring me tea. Maybe maybe try and bang, like, you know, as of the great. That'd be great. <laughs> you know? <laughs> All right. Number eight. Please explain in detail why bagged milk will bring upon the end of days and therefore must be cleansed from our world. Bagged milk? Yes. What? Okay. So, oh wait, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, someone showed a picture of this of bagged milk. In um, Eastern Canada, it's it's a thing that instead of doing milk in cartons, <laughs> they give it out in milk. In like bags. Yes. Uh, that is weird. <laughs> That's terrifying. Go away. <laughs> I want a carton of milk, not a bag of milk. It's right. really weird sounding. Uh, what the fuck is this? Okay, so there's number nine. Um, I'm seeing it. <laughs> yeah, it's it. <laughs> oh, I'll read it. <laughs> yeah, read it out loud. Come on. <laughs> Analvor unbirthing and nasal fucking between Princess Celestia slowly melting into a boiling molten puddle of blood and flesh. Pinkie Pie, who's constantly throwing up copious amounts of partly digested whipped cream pies, and Applejack, whose flesh is being gradually replaced with rotten wood and pustules oozing out sap. As before, killing yourself is not an option. Uh, so <laughs> you allow one of these ponies to eat you via their asshole. You I get see. unbirthed from the other, and you nasal <laughs> fuck the other. So uh, how do you respond? Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> now, who has who has got the nicest nostrils? That's the first question. He's going right there first, right? You're going down the channel. So nasal fucking first. I'm gonna go with Princess Lesha because you got the most the most length, I guess. Actually, no, wait, hang on. Princess Princess Pinkie Pie is the smallest, right? Pinkie Pie is national nasal fucking. Unbirthing Princess Lesha, anal Volpack, uh, Applejack. Easy, easy question, man. Wow. Okay. You handled, <laughs> you handled that like a champion. All right. Rundown Jet now has a set of questions. He's our resident Canadian that loves back milk. I was just in your country, asshole. I couldn't find bag milk. Anyway, number one. <laughs> what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy but so good? Terry chocolate oranges. Terry chocolate oranges are amazing. If you've had Terry chocolate orange, they're great. It's, like a, it's, a, it's a bowl of chocolate that tastes like an orange, and it tastes amazing. It's fantastic. Ooh. 
I want one all the time. Like I have the Texas Roadrunners right now. I have one. It's Sounds great. amazing. Number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Uh, uh, biggest fear I have, I guess. That's, that's a hard question. It might get too real. Uh, I don't know. I get kind of like, you know when you think about like space for too long? Like, you know, like the vastness of space? Yeah. That, that, that fucks me up for a while. That, that really don't does. watch Gravity. <laughs> oh, that's good now. <laughs> That, that film, first time I saw that film, fucking destroyed me. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three, why is bagged milk the best milk? Why is bagged milk this big thing? <laughs> what, what, what is it about bagged milk? <laughs> is it okay, nice so, like, it's 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 a meme for the podcast because we, oh, I see. we hate bagged milk so much. And <laughs> okay. uh, it's just, it's just because all that baggy flavor. It tastes like bags, man. It's just yeah, great. man. Yeah, dude. Number four, what is your one annoying habit? So, like, a habit you have that annoys other people or habits that other people do that just drive you up the wall? Oh, it's easy. You've probably heard already. I speak too quickly. That's the reason why that's my worst habit. I do it all the time. It's actually hard to control how fast I speak sometimes. I just, like, don't need to. That's probably my main thing, yeah. That annoys me a lot about myself. Um, those annoying habits of other people are probably, like, when you like, you know, you like sort of do that thing where you go higher in your voice towards the end of your sentence, that sort of thing kind of gets my nerves. Oh, so like this? Yeah. Ooh, like that. Ooh. 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 Uh, white noise. <laughs> oh, <God>. White noise. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's easy to fall asleep at least. Yeah. <laughs> Number six. Uh, how would you describe yourself using only three words? Purple prose is great. That's four words. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, tiny British man. Nice. Number seven. If your entire life thus far was a movie, what would be the title of it? Uh, 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 Angry Man is Angry Everything. I don't know. Like, what would be the title of it? I don't know. Apple Pro's the movie. Nice. <laughs> I'd see it. Aragon would see it. Thinking great. about writing a biopic. <laughs> I should probably write today. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's probably that's it. I should probably write something. Yeah, that's so it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Number eight. Just how big is your porn stash? Uh, the entirety of the internet is my porn stash. So that big. How big is that? Like million terabytes, million gigabytes. It's at know. least the size of one truck. Yeah, that at least at least one truck to one stash. Yes. If you were to print out every page of the internet, there'd probably at least be a truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, say for sure, at least one truck. Well, actually, hold on. Size of intern. Actually, the internet set would be like a, I think it's like a size of like a box, isn't it? Like someone told me that. I think Ghost Rex is told me this. One hundred billion gigabytes is the size it, of the internet. You can right fit. Now. You can fit like you can fit like a tiny like a like a, a box the size like a hard drive the size of like uh, a cardboard box or something like a little shoe box. That's probably the size of the internet. I think. I'm not sure, but uh, that's the I think the actual size of it is. We had the information all in one place. Something something IT cap crowd reference. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the internet. It's kept inside Big Ben. 
about that show. That was an underrated show, honestly. Mm. It was really good. Bonus question. Red Dead Redemption 2, yay or nay? Uh, yay? Because I've not actually played... I, I played a bit of Red Dead Redemption 1. It was pretty good. I haven't played it in ages because it was an old game. But yeah, it was really fun. I have a PS4 now, so I quite get it. <laughs> I'd smash that. It's also, also got, it's got like, was it, the accurate horse bollocks size or something? Like, the, the <coughs> horse testicles change shape in it or something? There's some ridiculous thing they did in that. Yeah. That's a confirmed thing that in cold yeah. climates, yeah, the horse, testicles will shrink. Horse testicles simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. <laughs> I want that in my VR games. All right. The next set of questions are from Dark Angel. So it's time to get sad. Question number one. Are you truly happy with what you've done with your life? Lying yes. is permitted. Yes. Oh, lying is permitted? Yes, definitely. <laughs> Very happy. I'm so happy right now, man. I'm, I'm, on, a I'm on the podcast. I'm drinking stuff. I'm <laughs> okay, I go, what can go wrong from here? <laughs> Number two. Do you regret anything? This question. Oh, God. <laughs> Number three. Have you forgotten your joy? Uh, Nurse Joy? I don't feel like Nurse Joy. I watch the show quite often. So, yeah. Nurse Joy's great. Not Nurse Joy. Pokemon's a great, great show, by the way. Probably actually isn't really, but, you know. I don't answer that question, honestly. Is it to be Joy is in, like, that thing from that game that came out? Like, the thing with the joke called Joy? Like, are you talking about, like, Nurse Joy? Yeah, I was talking about Nurse Joy for there for a second. But then I thought, is it from, like, is it referencing We Happy For You? Because that's, like, that joke called Joy in it. The game. Oh, shit! I have not made that connection before to this question. I always oh, just interpret it as, oh, it's being oh. depressed. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not playing Happy Happy too, but I assume Joy is a great drug, so probably yes or no. Whatever. I forgot, I'm, I forgot it. Whatever. Next question. Number four. Why do we hide inside these walls? Because there are people outside of them. People suck. People saw, there's people inside my walls right now, dude. I'm going to hide from them. I don't see them. Jesus. Now the next set of questions comes from Majin Seiko. Okay. How okay. much gay is too much gay? I see. Uh, as gay as you. Gay as your mum. There you go. Gone. Gay as your mum, Seiko. And can I pray your gay away? Uh, is this a poem? Yes, it is. Holy shit. How much gay is too much gay? And can I pray your gay away? Or is your gay just here to stay? Is there a way to keep it at bay? Or are you just an apex gay, like your mother? That's Jesus. a great poem. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit, right? Like, it's fucking like, Majin! It's so <laughs> great, man! It's just a great fucking poem! Oh, I wish I'd come with a poem before. <laughs> These are the uh, people that help run our site. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, I'll check out with a reply poem. I should come up with a reply poem. Alright. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you're beating me, Sicko. You're beating me with a poem. I can't, I can't, can't, I can't pass this poem, man. You can, like, freestyle rap. I'm too pissed for that, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now we're going to Tin Man. Uh, number one, what is your favorite headcanon? Uh, headcanon. I don't really have many specific headcanons. I sort of like change what I'm thinking about. I change, I change what I'm like, why. It's basically based on the story I'm writing. Um, 
So Celestia and Luna will be different, you know, they're different places in the world they work with Sean Rain. But as a sort of, um, I'm, I'm quite a big fan of, um, uh, there's a story like, oh, like ages ago um, in a world building thread, like world building group thread, um, someone called Baraku Panzer wrote this thread about how um, dragons have this, might have this like um, whole greed based society where like virtues that are like greed and like, you know, sin, that you think you see as sin are like, make them stronger and like good current, like sort of currency for them. So right. that's sort of virtue, they're sort of virtues for them. And stuff like being friendly and ponyish is like a, a sin. And so like it's a whole society built around being greedy and how that works. And I thought it was interesting. So that's my favorite headcanon. No, I have no idea how to use it, but it's great. Well now that's kind of shattered because of the most recent season. Yeah, right? all the dragon stuff came out recently and it sort of ruined it. Which is a shame really. Alright. Number two. Do you prefer the bug ponies or the gay deer? Bug ponies, absolutely, hundred percent. The ponies are great. They're such cool designs, dude. I love them. Changings are awesome. Number three, bird ponies, the pegasi, or bat ponies? Bird ponies. Bat ponies are shit. Bat ponies are shit. Whoever says they are shit, are, are, they're lying to you. They're terrible. I'm, t- I'm talking to you, viewer, breeder, viewer. You like bat ponies? They're all horrible. Just saying. Wow. They just <laughs> all re quietly in the distance. Re! Echo location. Number four. Do you even the crotch boobs? Hell yeah, dude. He's got crotch and boobs in the title. It's got to be great. <laughs> Number five. Why shouldn't dragons have boobs? Why should they? My question to you, my friend. Why should they? Why should they dragon? It's the lizards, dude. They can't have dragon have boobs. It's weird. Yes, thank, thank you. you. And thank you. Unless you're a You should have told that to Enigma. Holy shit. Unless you're a scaly, then you, I'm sure you have a great reason for it. I don't know. Yeah. Number six. Do you prefer the gay deer king or the bug pony queen? Bug pony queen. Yes, represent. I love Christmas. It's great. I love Christmas. Fantastic. She can kill All me right. anytime. Okay. Last question from Tin Man is another picture. How does this make you feel? Let's see. I'm, I'm glad that Fletcher is scared because Fletcher is the worst of the main six. Just so you know. But other than that, fantastic. It's a great picture. I feel great. I feel good looking at this picture right now. And then following up from the other other guy, how does this make you feel? Intimidated. Envious. Jealous. These all, all the words that apply to this. I don't know. Confused, maybe? Is this sort of like a psychological test? Like, how does this make you feel? Like, it's all very you know, we, we We get these questions every week. Uh, and we still worse. haven't quite figured out just yet. I, yeah. I think I think there's something to be said about gauging people's reaction towards strange things. Also, oh, why yeah. are there fucking wings on their arms, hands? There's, there's like four wings. There's wings on their arms, wings on behind them, on their ass, and wings on the front. What's going on here? Why is Rory's face on it? That's the question too. Is that Rory's face? Is that a clown? What's going on here? I'm very confused by this picture, to be honest. Is that a drill? On top? Is this Gurren Logan? Is this going to like it? Is this the drill? <laughs> Please okay. in the meat. Please in the horse. All right, anyway, what's next? We're going to Damien Darkside next. Uh, how was it uh, judging for a contest? Was it harder than you expected? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I've, I've been, for anyone who doesn't know, I've been editing, I think, I've been reviewing for the uh, uh, Sunset Shimmer Shipping Contest by Ouroboro. Uh, we're in the like, finals now. Um, it was 
it was it was fun. It was good. I was looking forward to it. I like I like reading stuff. I like sort of sharp. It's good for sharpening your sort of reviewing skills and your because I edit quite a lot. So it's good to sort of have that practice for being able to give feedback. Um, uh, I guess the, the issue is really there's so so many fucking stories. It was like sixty stories. So yeah, thirteen stories each, and it was like. It got a bit much sometimes. It was like, okay, I haven't read it. That was the end. It was a bit lagging a bit, but it was it was fun. I liked it. It was really good. Um, looking forward to the finals to be full of stories we've all vetted and thought were quite good. So yeah, it's good stuff. I'm, I'm a fan of it. It was really fun. I would do it again if I could. Though I was a bit sad that I couldn't edit for for people edit because normally I edit for people who edit into the stories, but I can't do that from a judge. Bit sad. So that's kind of I kind of missed that, but you know. Right. Uh, the next thing is from Mr. Numbers, who says, wiggle. Wiggle. I, I don't get it. Uh, okay, so the thing for this is, uh, so I, I edited um, Mr. Numbers' uh, you know, he wrote a story called um, The Metal is on the Moon, so it's trying to like sci-fi steampunk story, mm-hmm. and he's turning it into a uh, original fiction novel, and I was the one who edited that for him. So, I mean, as a while over that, with time, we sort of, like, Instead of using edit, we use the word wiggle. So whenever I wiggle something, it's me editing something. Right. And it, oh, so that's sort of the word for that. And it's sort of a meme that's sort of become a thing between us. Really. Oh, nice. It's a cute, it's also a cute Now, word. is this something that, that you guys are working on uh, self-publishing, or is it... Uh, it's going to be hopefully published by an actual publisher. Hopefully. Good. Uh, that's the but, way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's true as well. I, I'll, but let's see how it goes, because I haven't quite finished yet. I've got some stuff to do in the final chapter. But... Uh, it's good. It's really, it's really good, actually. I love how it turned. I actually like it a lot more as a fiction novel than a uh, pony novel, personally. But that's just me. Typically, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Best of luck to you guys, especially with that. I know how hard it is to get stuff published. Thank you, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It should be great. Thank you. All right. Uh, then Mr. Numbers did send one other little thing to me oh, privately. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, a particular person on Fimfic wrote this. And wanted it read on the podcast, documented oh, forever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know this actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, How right. will I ever get this done? Cries numbers in despair. A novel's worth of editing, it's more than I can bear. He looks up at the starry sky and mouths a silent prayer, and in a blink, it's answered. An editor is there. He moves so swiftly, numbers simply cannot help but stare. But soon the work is finished, done with style and with care. A lesson is a simple one, which I will gladly share. You will never regret it if you wish upon a pair. Hooray! I love that poem so much, dude. <laughs> I imagine it, okay, so like, it's weird. From When I have stuff read to me, it feels like, oh, great, it's a happy birthday song. Yay, let's just look around until it's done. That, that poem, dude. Oh, but you actually like it? That's awesome. Oh, yeah, dude, it was written by um, someone, it's a guy called Lumen. And, Lumen, uh, yes. Yeah, it was such a great poem. I uh, know it's like it obviously it's really wanky because it's like it's literally about me being a. And I feel a bit embarrassed about that, but also it's like it's just a really cute poem. I don't know, I like it. <laughs> you know, but someone put effort to that, right? But happy birthday song is literally like the same song every time, but change the name. That's an actual po- fucking poem someone wrote. That's fantastic. I love that. Oh, yeah. So shout out to Lumen for being a great poet. That's a great poem. Fuck yeah, Lumen. Fuck yeah, Lumen. All right. Uh, we've hit about halfway through our allotted time, so we're going to take a quick moment aside. Alex, can you please post some links on our Twitch chat for people to let me burp and post everything? Uh, God, we should have talked about who was going to do the Patreon song. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, 
You know what? Fuck it. We'll do it. Flam and throw a beat. I joke. I I know. <laughs> Actually, don't. <laughs> um. But no, thank you for watching the Barcast. If you guys have any sort of extra amount of money, uh, please consider donating to our Patreon. We don't actually take that money and use it for horses and stuff. Uh, or we, we don't take that money and use it on ourselves or we don't have to go to cons or anything. We take all that money and we donate it to a place called Red Wings Horse Sanctuary to a horse that you guys voted for called Big Mac. Um, so uh, we are at a pretty decent tier right now. But we're hoping that maybe we can donate even more, and if we get to a certain point, we're actually able to come out and visit the horse and maybe do a little bit of video with them. So, um, please, if you guys want to see us interview a horse, please donate or Patreon. Okay, so back to actual questions. Uh, Alex also puts a link to the Discord. Also, next questions are from Jammer. So, Professor Pros, has the cast been nice to you? Yes, very nice. Forever. They're very, very nice to me. Mold I deserve. Also, why don't you? Fuck off. <laughs> why don't you professor pros? Well, I'm not fucking professor. I'm a, a fucking shit student, dude. <laughs> as long as they don't have you confused with Professor Plum. Very different. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, me and Professor Plum, right? We've been friends since like 2013. And every, every time, because we have the same. Okay, so we have the same first name. And we have, and we have the same initials in our usernames. Um, and, and we're like, you sleep in this in the room, like an hour away from each other by car. So, like, whenever this shit comes up, we're like, oh, wait, yeah, we're the same person, aren't we? So, it's also a sort of recurring joke that comes up with people confusing us because we're very similar. <laughs> well, I, I did notice that you and, like, the minute I first started hearing you, I was like, oh, you guys have very similar accents. But... Uh, well, he, 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 okay, Plum wouldn't hate, like, you hearing that because he's Scottish, technically, and I'm, I'm not Scottish. So, he'd probably be upset if you said that to him. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna yeah. oh, okay. I'm gonna comment in on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, yeah. Say so, yeah. Say to him. Yeah. Uh, I'm just burning every bridge today. All right. Number one. <laughs> uh, can I have the Wi-Fi password? Uh. What? Oh. Okay. Uh. Uh. That's the question. Like, what's money, the Wi-Fi password? Yeah. Big money, big titty, big rarity. Easy. That's wow. Password. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Number... Sorry, continue. Number two, if you're given $20,000 every year, would you give Bylon a place to stay at or near your home, cooking or breakfast each and every day? Who is Vylon? Vylon is a beloved user on the podcast who is known for asking the most distressing questions of all time. I feel distressed for not knowing who Vylon is now. And she and so. she's a very lovely lady. Very lovely lady. Uh, sure, yeah. We have some bacon and eggs every morning. That'd be great. A thousand oh. every year sounds good. Yay! Yay! Number right. three. Are you aware of Thing Pony? Uh, very vaguely, yes. I've seen it on Duffy Boom before. All right. Well, I have a set of pictures for you from Jammer, and they want to know: Would you hug Thing Pony? Would you kiss them goodnight? Would you tell them that every little thing is going to be all right? And most importantly, would oh, you shit. stick your peener in it? Uh, I would cook them. And I would try <laughs> to them too long, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd kiss them. 
I mean, it'll be very all-consuming. Basically, kisses are hungry, isn't it? If you kiss them, basically getting hooked by their mouth, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sure everything will be okay. Just, just don't eat me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's a bit fear, isn't it? Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Has the disappointment kicked in yet? No, not yet. I'm disappointed with myself for not being great, better at things, I guess. <laughs> but uh, oh, you're fine. Oh, thank you. You're a good guy. Thank you. That's Number five. Will all these questions bother you? Nah. I thought it was. I had to a poem from Margin called My Mother Gay, which is great. But, you know, <laughs> I'm surprised many more that. <laughs> which one? Got him. Got him. Oh! <laughs> Dude, they, they just kicked just, in. just kicked in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. I was like, yeah, sure, I guess I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for questions from Vylon, Flam Singer. Vylon. Hi, Vylon. How you nice? Nice to say. It's time for questions with Vylon! Yeah, right. Wow. Ow. Uh, Ow. I, I miss Pencil already. Pencil, <laughs> come back and do the jingle. All right. Vylon's first question is, how are you today? Ah, uh, ah. Uh. It's scary. Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm okay. I'm drinking beer. I'm on podcast. It's great. What do you think of baby stomping? What the fuck? Holy <laughs> oh, shit, what? <laughs> baby stomping? What? Yes. Violent, please. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all of Violent's questions for today. Thank you, Violent. All right. I think, I think, thank you. I'm not sure. <laughs> Nomenclature is. Anyway, what's this? Uh, now we're going to questions from Vlade, who hey, Blade. does Blade. a uh, quote from you, actually. Oh, really? Why is it so hard to find Junko Enoshima porn is my question. Ah, good question, me. <laughs> so, I've been enduring that I've been playing the game Duncan Romper, which has a character called Junko Enoshima in it, who is very weavy. And I thought, I will go and try and find some erotic porn of this person, a character. And I tried it, and all of it was terrible. And so I'm wondering, I'm asking the world, really, why is it so hard to find good Junko Nishima porn? Right? There's so much good shit in that game, and none of it, none of it translates to real good porn. True. This true. Damn. I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm angry. You're, you're going to you're gonna have to do a commission thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess like, I'm and, and, and bring this porn into the world. Blade? Commission you, Blade. Do some porn for me. Also, <laughs> also, like I don't know why. Why is it so hard to find good future? I want some. Why? It's terrible. It's awful. I don't get why. I'm angry. I thought I thought I could play with the people at the game at some point. Maybe. Next questions are from Riza, who asks, "Why is Enigma best pony?" Who is Enigma, by the way? Enigmatic Otaku. Uh, he was he was with us earlier. Wow, I, that actually makes me feel good inside hearing you really? say literally who. Um, <laughs> yeah. he, he had a story that was on the top of the feature box for like two weeks when Ember was first introduced. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just like he had, just like every other story was that featured <laughs> Ember at the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that the whole the Ember ruining Ember Gate. Ember Gate. Yeah, yeah. Ember Gate. Let's see. Okay. Uh, so is Nibba like there I would see or something? Uh, here. I can I can provide you art. He is the green one. Holy fuck. What? Uh, 
I'm trying to make links happen. There we go. Okay, he is the green one here. Oh, I see. Cool. That's good, I think. Uh, I'm sure they are, if I knew who they were. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got him. No, that's, that's a, cool, a great cool, answer. Cool, that's cool design. Great answer. <laughs> they've got a cool design on the, on the horse, so that's good. That's that's a good sign. I like, I like the jacket, I like the tie. Good, good design. <laughs> yes. It's, it's an OC that he used in one of his stories. Ah, uh, okay, cool. Number two, where do you come up with your story ideas? Uh, I come up with them passively through the day, through life. I think of them and I sort of hope to remember them and write them down sometimes. And yeah, just anything you can, like I don't have that many story ideas really. Um, it's basically just like whatever feels interesting to you at the time. And you just sort of sit down and think about it, think about it, put it to sleep and let, let, like turn around your head a bit and have a good idea for it and get a plot and you write it down and go for it really. So it's kind of wherever, wherever really, there's not really a good rhyme reason to it. Do you have any advice for up-and-coming writers? Uh, read a lot and write a lot and finish a lot as well. Don't just start a story and not finish it. Finish, even if it's terrible, finish it. Just so you have that experience behind you in your belt. That's the main three things, I guess. All right. Our comics now has the next question. I got much. Since Skirt seems to be absent for today's cast, what doth life? What doth life? I don't know. Life is doth life. Maybe. Is that correct? I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Apparently, people say that's a reference to something, and I it's still. Re it's know. reference to it's reference to uh, Xavier Renegade Angel. This is a really weird Adult Swim show, which I watched recently. It's very weird. Huh. It's very... So if you want to see what I know that's from, watch Xavier Renegade Angel. It's very terrifying. Cool. Uh, next question is from Nobody Special. Uh, have you caught the big gay yet? Hell yeah, big gay. What about little gay? What's wrong with that? Can it be a little gay? Small gay. Small, small gay. <laughs> Medium gay. Mid-range gay. All right. Now we're going to questions from Vandamoose, who asks, Are you a necrophile? Uh, <laughs> I'm a necrophile for dead memes. Hello. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck is this from? Is that a reference to me? Uh, no, I think it just happens a lot. Fair enough. Um, number two, to what or who has a mimic to disguise itself for you to approach it? Uh, okay, so that that is a that is a sentence and a half. But what yeah, I think he's trying to say is, um, so are you aware of what a mimic is and like role play? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. What does a mimic have to disguise itself as for you to walk up to it? Magic cards. <laughs> Magic the Gathering cards? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god! Okay. Uh, <laughs> Priest, you won't relapse today. It's okay. What? As long as you don't start talking about EDH and Commander. Oh shit, you play as well? Oh. No, stop! I, used uh, to... <laughs> I okay, literally okay. sold all my cards and stopped playing Pro Tours to... Oh, we played to... Pro Tours? What? No, it's fine. We won't... We're not going to do this. Uh, Cobblade okay. was great. All right, oh, number three. <laughs> it was great. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? I think so. How do you? How would you do thing pwn? Uh, with great difficulty, probably. Uh, I would navigate it, make a map, prepare for it. You know, I'll make sure I'm well, well hydrated, just so I'm, you know, prepared for this. It sounds like a good endeavor, thing pwn, really. 
All right. Number four, in retrospective, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done? Uh, join temptation. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your favorite cheese? Uh, brew Winsdale. Wait, smoke, smoke Winsdale is good. I like that. I have fine, I find Aweb is good. All right. Uh, number six, describe in detail how would you punish Spike for being the miserable little shit he is? Give him a hug. <laughs> What the fuck? Very, very punishing. I don't know. Let's talk to me, dude. Jarl. Let's see. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna skip number seven. Okay. Love you, but we did already. Uh, number eight. You have caught the big gay. What to do with it? Uh, give it to someone else. Smart. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Number nine. Where is the world? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Uh, no idea. What was this question? Yeah, uh, it was a show and video game series. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 all right, yeah. all right. What is worse, Heineken or Enigma's unpublished story about a character that is not wifey enough? What? It's Heineken, I guess. Yes, Heineken's I guess. pretty shit. I've had Heineken before; it's terrible. I guess that, I guess, I know. The next question is from Martin Luther Parks. Uh, are you an intellectual property thief? Uh, I guess so, by definition, because I'm right from fiction, so probably. Right, yeah. Huh, that's that's a weird question. Yeah. All right. Uh, Latrius now has a set of questions. Oh, and provided, provided little ones. Oh. All right. Little question, little pictures. Would you hug a bat pony? No. Fuck bat ponies are awful. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so cute. Echo's no, so nice. No, they're not. They're horrible. I don't want a bat pony. Got a little mango. No, give, okay. me a, give me a Pegasus. A unicorn. No funny. Okay, well, how about an original changeling? Yes. Yes, I would. They'd probably try and kill me, but I'd like it. It'd be fun. And then there is... Uh, would you hug a changeling... Ocellus. Uh oh, she's really cute. Uh I, yeah, sure that I know that. I know that. Yeah, sounds good. I'm guessing she's a, a thing in the show. Um yeah, she's uh, in season eight, yeah. Can be character. Mugany now has the next set of questions. Mm -hmm. Um do, do you like writing? <laughs> it's quite good. I think it's quite uh, good. <laughs> okay, so then the next set of questions are political, so we're gonna skip them. Oh, cool. But the last one is great. Someone actually wrote a political question? Uh yeah, explain cultural Marxism. Oh, important <laughs> cultural Marxism. Oh, I thought you numbers was here for that. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> So we don't do politics on the cast. Sorry, we're not. You all know better, people. Um, yeah, okay. The snack that smiles back is it goldfish or a willing cannibal victim? What? It's it's clayfish. What? That smells bad. What? Wait, what's the question? Sorry. Uh, is the snack the snack that smiles back? Is it a goldfish cracker or a willing cannibal victim? 
Nah, nah, nah. Okay, I've had this before. It was, it's Quakers. It's Quakers. Malfive H knows this. It's Quakers. That's the response of that. You've, you've had what? a willing cannibal victim before? Someone's told me the Santa smells back and someone said Quakers. So that's the answer. Just saying. So you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shakespeare uh, comes, Shakespeare at least, comes back with another uh, question. Uh, excuse me, do you have a moment to talk about bees? Yes, always. I love bees. Give me bees. Bee pony. There. Bee pony. Oh, she's cute. Muggany comments. I've seen more in-depth conversation that's at the beginning of pornos. Oh, that's nice to see you care. <laughs> and do you know true fear from Tin Man providing this picture? That's pretty terrifying. The brain. Uh yeah, I guess I do. I mean if I was to be fair, if I was if I was tiny and I saw a fucking peanut, I'd be pretty terrifying. So yeah, sure. Vibrations are terribly terrifying. I'm going to do a quick refresh here, but it looks like we've actually ran through all the questions for today. So we're going to open up very quickly to the chat. As long as you guys have questions, uh, until we run out, uh, we'll stay online. Uh, do you guys have any questions out in the chat? Uh, while they're compensating for the delay, uh, pair, uh, go through a couple of actual questions that I, I listened to you talk about. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, you mentioned way, way earlier on um, that yeah. fan fiction is better than fanfiction.net. Uh, oh, yeah. Why do you believe so? Because fanfiction.net is is like just really messy, and there's really so much stuff going on there, and it's like all just really badly disorganized. There's no real way to sort of interact with people. If you can't interact with people, then there's no much point because you don't get any feedback. So, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's like fanfiction.net seems way better than anything else I've seen. Even like the original fiction writing, like uh, sites as, as not as good as some fiction, which is really strange. So I don't know. Okay. Um, and obviously you mentioned stuff before about um, published writing and things like that. Um, mm. Do you write for a living? Do you plan to uh, release an actual or, or try to create a published work at some point in your future? So absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to. I've got a few ideas for original fiction. I've been sort of trying to work on, and obviously I'm failing. I'm. I'm. I'm not really like. I don't work for a living right now. Um. I sort of. I want to be an editor at some point if I could, or like an editor for like a project. Uh, you know, like, like video game writing quite nice as well. Something like you know, something like anything sort of editing or writing based. I could. I'm pretty happy with. Uh, that's my dream anyway. After get degree. Uh, yeah, of course. Are you currently in in an English major? Or? I'm an English major. Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. Music writing is my major. Nice. Yeah. All right. So, uh, there's a few questions out in the chat, so I am going to grab those. Uh, okay. The first one is from Alk underscore. Have you ever foot raped a lolly? What the fuck? What the fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how does this even? Okay, let's set the lolly aside for a second. What is a foot rape? Is no, that yeah, where you like you shove your foot up someone's asshole, I or mean, is that where like you just aggressively touch their foot? I mean, maybe it's like fisting, but with foot footing. <laughs> footing, footing. <laughs> it sounds like pudding. It's like you're just gorilla smashing her. I mean, <laughs> would that mean you'd be footing the bill? Oh, I was going to say oh. that, you beat me to it! You, you son of a bitch! You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> the next question is from Majin Seiko. Yeah. Can I hug you? Yes, every time. Seiko, hug me right now, please. 
Well, that seems kind of like a downgrade, considering he's proposed to you. That's true, yeah. You're right, fuck you, sicko. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Cyber Drake comments about I sent you a tuna pic. Let's Ooh, see. That's nice. Um, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, I saw that. I should Discord. There you go. Sergeant Tinman asks, yeah. what's the name of the story he's trying to publish, but that's kind of doxing a little bit? Yeah. Um, so why don't, why don't we flip the question around? Uh, so you've you've edited for a story now that goes from uh, Pony to yep. original fiction. What's yeah. that process like? What What are the common pitfalls of taking a Pony story and turning it into original fiction with, like, you know, humans? Yeah, stuff? yeah. So the main thing I found was um, actually Miss Lumis did a blog about this. It's about um, how he changed the the changes of the genders of the characters, and like how that changed. Even like even if you don't change change it change like at all, change only the gender, that's all you change, the pronouns. It makes the characters way really different in really subtle ways that's more to do with your brain chemistry than anything else. But it makes it much deeper. It's really, really, really weird, it works. And like, I recommend just sort of experimenting with changing stuff which you thought was essential to the story, like the gender of the characters. And just seeing how it changes the story, like, in like sort of small ways. And just like experimenting a bit. But also just like, a change, you know, obviously changing the stuff, for, which is obviously referencing um, Metal Pony and like finding a interesting its own sub substitute that's like it's its own depth to it. It's like it can expand on in future stories. So that's the thing. The thing that's just like making a story that that's just the story very told, but it's you know not going to break any copyright. Think more about how you can make it as its own universe. How you can make its own its own LP sort of rival as sort of idea. Right, but at the same time, I mean, don't you want it to be kind of its own? original universe how how do you go about making it not just equestria by any other name um i i take initially what what ross uh, number this numbers did sorry was he uh he found uh things in history really like things in human history that he could he could draw upon for, for inspiration and like what would fill the stock what because all i have to do is make sure it fits the plot well enough or change the plot if you need to just so it fits anything else you can change so it's looking for those interesting original ideas you've already used maybe look for you what stuff you've already written before for ideas you've already broke you've written for original stories and take those and see if you can work them in and just just make just make its own thing it, it, you know don't just change the stuff don't change names around just make its own story like its own unique universe for like so for example you know so you know pegasi being these things that live in the clouds like you know the, 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 these people that live come from this different different uh, continent that have their own culture their own unique thing from millipede Right, rewriting scenes that, like, that have a bigger impact on how you shape, say, shape those uh, the cultures and characters. So like, it's, it's just about, it's like, don't just think it's an easy thing to do. It's, it's hard. You've got, but um, thankfully for me, because this one was what, was what he's doing. He came, with, he came with his own universe before I even got there. And that sort of helped him put it into the story. Um, so just, just try and make it original on its own. Make it, be excited about the story you're trying to write now. Don't try and be excited about the story you've already written. Make something new and interesting for yourself. Yeah. Also, that's some wonderful advice. I really love how like you're actually giving really genuine great writing. I'm, I'm trying to. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how infrequently like we just kind of devolve into memes and shit posting on this podcast, and it's rarely actual good advice for people. So yeah, I'm sorry. For, I'm sorry for not doing any memes. I'm not virtual. No, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> great. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, next question is. From Hat Vandemoose, 
asks, how to detect a short skirts and explosions alt? When they, mm, when they mention how much they like Dr. Pepper. Because they, they love that. I also saw a picture of, of, of short skirts, like fucking picture, like it's flat. And it's full of Dr. Pepper balls. So if it's Dr. Pepper alt, it's probably short skirts and explosions. Because no one else drinks Dr. Pepper. Also, if he likes princesses, I guess. I'm not sure. It's it, they're terrifying. They're everywhere. You can't look. You gotta look everyone around you. There's shots of explosion salts. You just gotta look for them. It's fine. That's true. Right. They won't hurt you. Next okay. question is: Moostasm asks, Equestria, a vacation spot or a future home? Mm, good question. I'm gonna say it's a good. I, I have a nice. I like my house. I'm gonna say vacation spot. I go there and like hang around with like you know, Rary for a bit, or you know, all the, the whole crew and Pony. They like hang around there for a bit, trying to die because lots of things happening in there. Yeah, um, and you know, I you know I go to the Shiki Pony, I chill out, be nice. I try and fuck fuck a Pony, but it's fine. You know, I'm happy where I am. You know, I'm not I'm not trying to change the world. I'm just here to have it all go. It's fine. It's all here for. Seiko has the next question. Yep. I'm so glad I wrote a poem and it paid off so fantastically. How are you poem. still able to stand after I just called your mom gay so eloquently and publicly? He said, he said I was standing. I'm not, you can't see my camera. I'm on the floor right now. I'm crying. I'm dying right now. You've, you've broken me. Thank you, Seiko. Oh, you me. Thank you, Seiko. This, this is going to be the first case of a death on the broadcast. I know, right? Jesus. Shit. Thank you, Seiko. He broke me so hard, he's killed me. <laughs> Like and subscribe for more yeah. death. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Patreon, please. <laughs> uh, Hat Van Moose has the next question. Which butt is the best butt? Princess Lushes. You all know the answer. I don't say anything. You know. It's fine. Just know. Accept it. You said you just know. It's still big. RB-47, the most relevant film fictioner. Who? Who's that? Who's sorry. Who's that? What? Who's that? Oh, oh you know, RB-47. I've never heard of that. No, RB-47. No, what God, that? he ran the Pony Fiction Ball. What's that? Is that the Rock Hamlet Library? RB-47? No, actually, yes, he is a part of the uh, Rock Hamlet Library. He, isn't he oh, the guy who wrote, um, who wrote that fic? What fic? Well, what's it called? Oh, wait, are you talking about My Little Dashie? Because that's wrong. Oh, really? 43. <laughs> oh, yeah, not him. Who's that? Who's looking at him? Oh, jeez. Me. <laughs> okay. Got him. What's in the box? Uh, magic, magic cards. All of it's magic cards. All my boxes are magic cards. In there. I'm Stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to end up talking after the cast. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ping me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ping me up in the game. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Uh, let's see. CyberGreg777S. Did you know that not hugging a bat pwn will get your bug? Blood drained. Not hugging a bat pwn? Is it what? Are, are, are they vampires or not? I can't actually tell. Are they vampires or not? What? What's, what's okay. The, what's the bat pwn? I, I don't understand this more because there's some that are like, oh yeah, no, they drink blood and shit. And they're like, no, they just they just drink fruit. That's why they love mangoes. It's like, fuck I'm on mango. Oh shit, I got a fruit. I'm a fruit. I'm a fair. They'll kill me. Oh shit, I'm dead. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I won't, I won't hug them. You can't drink me. You're not allowed. Go away. Don't hug me. Let's see. Uh, next question, Seiko, is how do you make it beanusy? You put beans in it. It's in the name. <laughs> beans, beans, and, beans and penises. All you need in it, shit. Jesus. 
All right. Seiko says, all right, it's time for a serious question. All right. When can we expect your contribution to the storied canon of the Venus cinematic universe? When hell freezes over. But actually, I, I, okay, honestly, I, after, after Miss Numbers wrote his own thing about that, I thought maybe I could run in. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, like I'm, it's a big canon. It's terrifying. There's so much going on in there. It's very deep. So maybe, maybe someday I can join the hallowed halls of the Venus writers. Muggany uh, asks a actual serious question. Do you think Genfic will be crazy for the first few weeks it's implemented onto the site? Will it be uncontrollable at first, or will it become a big hit? Uh, I think I can't imagine not being a, not being a big hit because it's such a great site to build on if it's like Fimfic. So I feel like if it if it's like advertised well, which it should be because it got a big fan base on. Like that's kind of the big thing here is it, uh, not to interrupt you. I, I'm sorry. Fine, yeah. no, keep, no, keep going. I'm here. I I, I want to be a Genfic optimist, like hardcore, and I I would fucking embrace the shit out of that. Like I'd try and write yeah. a different like series every oh, week yeah. or, or everything, just like, like trying to fill the waters and try to like try to be those first pioneers that really push that make it work. And, but yeah. How are we going to draw new people? Like, there's so much pony blood here. You're gonna have to seriously advertise oh, and advertise effectively to really make this thing kick off. Indeed, because essentially at that point, assuming assume Genfic goes live like tomorrow, like now mm -hmm. you're competing with fanfiction.net. Which, what? to yeah. be completely honest, I hate their formatting, which is why I'm not there anymore. But yeah, right. the it, making I... the making is there to beat fanfiction.net, but. And I it's hope it does if it does happen because mm. anyway, I, I I want your opinion, pair. Like, uh, it, it's it's hard because it I it's like yeah, it's because it fan fiction there and like you know Archive of Rowan are all like established sites. Uh, it's hard to block break through that, but I feel like it, it's got to surely the, the the difference in quality of the the, the people because like, there'll be fan people on there, and fan fiction people on the genfic would be like great commenters. <laughs> Like in it, they come to all, which is rare for fanfiction. Like, because most stories get absolutely no response at all because it's a terrible site. So I, I gotta imagine that like it's gotta be like you know, it's appealing to some people. Like if they don't see it and go like, this is great, really. I don't know, but since I looked, I have no idea. So I, I, I feel like it should, on its own merits, be able to sell itself. Um, because they no one likes fanfiction on it. I don't see anyone talk about how good it is. So I don't know. Uh, I feel like it should. I feel like it should on its own merits be able to sell itself. That's just me. All right. Uh, the next question is. Uh, can, she, can I get a little text? I'm just gonna go to toilet quickly. Back second. No, no, go ahead. Um, let's see. We need to talk about things. We do to fill the time. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, who do we who do we have next week? We have vivid syntax. I remember that. We do have vivid syntax booked, right, Milk? I'm not talking out of my ass. Wake up, Milk. Milk. Holy shit, everyone's dead. It's just you and me, Flam. Oh no. We're the last we are the last men in this world. We have to try and procreate. It's <laughs> I don't, I, do I have to tell Pencil? You want yes. me to wake him up? Oh last year too! It's a threesome! Perfect! I mean, <laughs> get the uh, Benny, get the uh, Benny Hill yakety sacks up. We're doing this shit. <laughs> Fuck to the beat. Anyway, what we do have set up on the, we, we have a whole bunch of fucking people that are set up for the next few weeks, 
And I think next we, week we well, have. Are we booking through like the entire year, essentially? Yes, we do have names attached to every week for the year. Nice. But we need to confirm them. Um, but I guess we can take a moment and we can hint at some of the people that we're going to reach out to. Is that something you all would be excited with? Hints? Hints, maybe? Maybe. Clementine. Clementine. Okay. Let's, let's, let's throw out some names that we're going to be reaching out to. <laughs> um, we're going to be trying to reach out. Next week we have Zivid Santax, but we're going to be trying to reach out to Sheena Dodge, who uh, is a pony writer, does a lot of, or pony artist. Hello, uh, oh, cool. Then I have to talk about uh, reaching out to Fluffy Mixer or Jay Holler. Cool. Uh, let's see. Next. Uh, next question is out in the chat. It is from RB-47. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> is that sorry? What is your favorite Magic the Gathering <laughs> card? Um, in terms of flavor, I like Nemesis of Reason the most, which is a card. It's a Basically, it's like this giant leviathan creature. It's really hard to, it's like really like, it's basically really like eldritch and weird. And it has this really cool flavor text. I, I, can't, I can't talk about Oh it. my god, yes. <laughs> I love that card so much. It has a flavor. It has actual playability. Uh, I'm not sure, really. I like so many of them. Um, in terms of like pure value, I really like Blood Red Elf. Blood Red Elf into Colin. Blood Red Elf is so good, yeah. I love that, I love that combo. It's great. Death Ray, uh, Death Ray Shaman was pretty fucking great. Oh, too. Death Ray Shaman was awesome, Until yeah. it was banned. In the I know, right? Yeah, I opened one immediately after it got banned. I was like, what the hell? I want this card, but I can't use well, it. Cause... It, it is, like, just straight up too good. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It so much, like, options and shit. Yeah. Okay. It, All right, that's it. I don't care about <laughs> that anymore. What do you play? Like, what, what decks do you run? Uh, I okay. I, I, I'm used to the, the game. I've read all about it. I play mostly standard. A little bit modern. I got like a really cheap right. budget. But right. I must be standard. I've been playing mono green aggro because it's really good in new standard because of the hyper Karox. and right. playing mono blue tempo sort of aggressive flavorful wins shit. It's crazy. It's cool. It's lots of oh, yeah. And I really also have. I had black white vampires, but Goblin Chainwolf destroyed it, so it was like completely boring. It was really fun when it first came out, and it's terrible after that. So I think what I've been playing. I'm thinking of going in I played a bit of EDH as well. I played like I'm trying to build a bit of better um, vampire Mardi Vampires deck. I've got a right, yeah, no, that's all right. evidence guy. And I, I like the kind of aggressive play. So um if yeah. I would suggest anything to you, one of the things that I did like when I was like really into command and EDH, because I was just so done with the competitive scene. Yeah. Um, just build a deck. Just like look for artifacts and shit that makes every player draw a card, and then just put all of it in a deck. <laughs> I'll leave mine. Oh, all right, yeah, like a whole group hug deck. Yeah, just like everyone draws stuff, and then play like a Niv Mizzet and watch everyone squirm. Oh yeah, I think people play. Yeah, people play all these Niv Mizzet. Like a team. mill deck. Yeah, yeah. No, not like a mill. Just make everyone draw. Just like just. Oh. Straight- like, and then everyone feels like, oh, now I can combo off and do fun stuff. And it's like <laughs> so about that. Just everyone, just everyone take damage. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's yeah, fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like... Throwing a warp world, ruin everyone's day. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. So some live the mid live Mizzet dream against me. I was playing Magic Arena, the new thing. Yeah. And I was playing... Have you ever seen the Nip Mizzet before? Nip Mizzet Parun. I've seen that. Yeah, no, I saw the new yeah. one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I still follow because like, <laughs> yeah. I just like watch with arms outreached like I was so addicted to you and I can't try again. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> so, so someone I was playing Golgar, I think Sultai, like sort of control seal or something. 
And I was yeah. like, I can't, I can't lose this game. My deck is amazing. And this guy went like, Nim is at power run. I was like, okay, good start. And next turn he went explosion, which is the X, it's X, blue, blue, red, red. Deal X damage, draw X cards. Yeah. So he did, he fucking like wiped my board. He did 12, 12 damage in one turn and then killed me. <laughs> it's it's two, of those, two of those form on a deal, X, deal damage equals the creature's power. Um, with any player. I was like, oh, I was just so dead. It was stupid. I was like so angry. I was like, no. Oh, uh, not. It's great. It's shame it's mana base. This mana cost is so restricted. Uh, yeah. Well, that said, you could use like like the the, the whole version. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And also the yeah, the almost screwed. That was a really good one. You can be all three of them in deck now, can't you? That'd be good. <laughs> uh, probably. Did visit tribal. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Just just put everything in the deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just draw just, some cards. Just draw just like play play a conflux EDH deck. Just have fun with it. Oh yeah. Oh how you also love that. Five oh, color decks are great. Yeah, they're great. Anyway, do we have any other questions? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've been I want to just find someone so deep into it. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I had to quit because I was trying to build like a place that adjacent the mine sculptors, and I was just, like, <laughs> I just like I couldn't I couldn't do it. I'm just looking at it and the money is like I couldn't do it. And finally, like I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna sell all my cards. This thing is like actually toxic in my life. And I sold all my cards, and I used all the money from the cards that I sold to buy a down payment on a house. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Holy shit! Money. That's Holy impressive. Shit. Yeah, dude. But of course, I did it like literally right before a pro tour was in my city. So they were looking for like yeah. I, I used to play. Okay. I used to play Pod in Modern, so it had like Kiki Jikis and and all the crazy like fetches and stuff. So like just my deck alone fetched me over a couple grand. You play you played Pro Tour, right? Uh, pro Tour qualifiers mostly. Like um, that's awesome, dude. So cool. it, it was it was pretty good. I I took the best I ever really did is I took ninth. And then I was gonna. It, the only reason why I didn't get into the eights is because I was on the not like the losing side of a tie, but just like it messed up the points, and someone edged me out because of whatever their type like logic was to not get yeah, in the yeah. top eight. It sucked, but you know it was yeah. fine. Just, just, to be honest, cool, it's probably man. better I didn't because <laughs> <laughs> it was gonna be a legacy pro tour that year anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you know what, nah. I could oh. probably borrow cards from people to play Delver, but just so if, if you if you keep up on date to date on Legacy, um, do you remember the winner of Pro? I think it's Pro Tour Birmingham. Do you remember? Do you remember no, I'm I'm no, not GP on that. Oh, okay, so GP Birmingham I think actually it was it might because I live in Scotland and the local guy near here who runs the shop which I yeah. go to, yeah, uh, it won a lo- the winner of the GP Birmingham <laughs> a few months ago with a. Yeah. Uh, Mono red or something. Mono red legacy. No way! Just like straight up burn. He played half the red, and it has been his legacy deck. Four cards, blood moons, all uh, go- uh, goblin realm masters. It was oh, fucking yeah! cool. Yeah, it was so cool. And he, he actually win the whole thing with it, and like it was great. Oh <laughs> my like, god! It was fucking good old gobbles. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, honestly, it's so fun. You keep going. It, yeah, he got like a whole article written about him because he's like quite old. It's like sort of the he's sort of the main guy who like does runs the whole legacy thing in in Scotland. He's like Gary Campbell's his name. He's great. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. yeah our, our shop was like really competitive. Like, um, Alan, yeah, the local shop is um is like it got an award like in like 2000, like a while ago. 
got them all for the most drafts per like year. Because like everyone was so competitive in the in the, the whole shop. It was great. Oh man. That that's half the reason why I had to get out though. Like the, it, it like do you have like a healthy competitive scene? Because Oh yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty healthy, yeah. It's like not it's like yeah, I, I think the shop's probably the best and they're like pretty it's higher like, than most places. That's good. A lot of places, it's not quite so much. Like, uh, one of my final ones that was like kind of like the final straw is that I was like four zero in a pro tour qualifier, and then someone Ugh. like accused me of cheating. Oh, and yeah. then like they they did a deck check, and then because one of my cards in my deck was a holographic one, they disqualified yeah. my deck. Oh, they thought that like. The slight curve Yeah, yeah, the whole fucking vet nest. And it's just like, I, I just pulled this from a pack, and I didn't want to buy another one. Oh. Yeah, the whole cast is that this is the main shit. It was stupid. Like, how did you even do that? Car quality was terrible. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> we're talking about oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you tend to freak out over the smallest fucking things. Mono, mono Red Legacy, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> okay. So... If we, if there was a pony like card game, like not yeah. not like not like in our world, in their world, they had a card game. What would yeah. it be like? Uh, well, isn't there a CC, CCG? Just so I'm mistaken. Yeah, no, there's CCG. an actual pony CCG. Yeah. We're talking about like yeah. let's put a let's put like magic in in the in like fucking Equestria. Yeah. Like, in Equestria, yeah. what would that? What would it be like? <laughs> what would people be into? Like, how would they? Oh, treat right. Uh, well, okay, so, I would see Rainbow Dash being like that person that's like, oh, that's stupid, but is quietly like really into it and like. Yeah, to oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Todd Sparkle is like the guy who doesn't play the game, but knows everything about it. <laughs> yeah. So Todd Sparkle is terrible at the game, but reads all about it a lot. Uh, okay, so Rarity would be like sick at draft, which is sick at fucking draft. Yeah. So quite, <laughs> really quietly, really quietly, the best at draft the whole thing. And just, <laughs> She's like. Oh, well, I suppose we could play Q. <laughs> Back one, big one. Oh, mm, I guess I'll go for a health, health kite pirate. <laughs> this one's really pretty. <laughs> Vintage cube. Uh, Black Lotus? Test a recall? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she owns, she, owns like a, she owns like a Black Lotus in like print, sealed in, right? Oh, she yeah, like, yeah. And nothing else, just that. <laughs> Just show off how she fucks she owns this card. It's like she owns this one card. And it's sick of draft. That's, that's my favorite rarity. Uh, Applejack doesn't play, except she plays kitchen table with Big Mac and loses every time. Easy. Probably because she wants to play like elves or something. Oh, yeah. That's... She just uses like only common. <laughs> Dude, life game so good. On it. <laughs> Dude, life game. Uh... And then yeah, Spike plays Commander, obviously. Oh, like, obviously, yeah. I Commander with Discord, who runs like Walt World and Admizit and shit, obviously. Yeah. Spike, uh, and, oh, and uh, Spike's a Spike, so obviously he plays like... Like Scion the Ur Dragon, or it oh, never he, actually gets to like cast it. Yeah, yeah, Barrel, the Chief of Compliance, and like Buzzer Blue shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Easy. Oh, uh, I thought it's Big Max in the group as well, yeah. Big Max turns up with like the, the pre-con. Which you're going to do thinking the force and just try. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like and everyone else everyone else kills each other, so he wins first because he has like, the worst deck. It's how it works yeah. with Commander. <laughs> Sorry, okay. We just, okay. I want to take a moment to thank everyone out on Twitch. 
Because we've been talking about magic for like 25 straight minutes. <laughs> you guys And there's still right? 17 poor people here. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I love it. Uh, this It's rejuvenating me. Quietly. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, so what would... Um, tell me questions. Shit. Tell me questions. Uh, yeah. what, what, what are your current projects on film fiction right now, and what are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, so I've started recent, recently opened up to doing commissions for writing and editing, which I really want to do more of because I like editing, I like I like writing stuff. But it's hard to find time because it's actual work now. Right. Um. So I'm hoping that will work out, work out, but it's quite new. So yeah. Um. But mostly, I have a story I want to write for a contest, which is run by Fan of Most Everything. Right. For me. Uh, yeah. It's. It's called like it's like the villain exchange program. It's like EQG and LP change change villains. Um, so I'm writing anything for that. Oh, I'm writing it. I have an idea and I've written an opening for it. That's my main project right now. But it's hard to find time for it because everything else is very busy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's my plan right now. Yeah. Yeah. So funnily enough, out in the chat, Sergeant Tinman asks, "So what are Luna and Celestia's decks like?" Oh, okay. Celestia plays Mono Black because it's really broken. <laughs> if you see, plays... Okay, so like I would see Luna as the type of player that started playing since the beginning and then kind of fell out of it. So she yeah. has like all the old, like really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she has like a Necropotent stack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, hang on. Celestia, okay, Celestia, I imagine this being, as it has a character, I imagine it being quite like really, really honest and really, really like. She plays like EDH and has like a like a Kiros, Kineos, and Tyrell deck that's all like four man two eight guy that has right. those cards. Like yeah, yeah, it's a group home deck is last year. But when she plays when she plays singles, when she plays like single like regular formats, she plays like ah, uh, I don't know, like 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 vampires or something. She has something really cool that's like not what session normally plays. That's what she plays. She has something different. She has like she has like tier three decks and like wins of them anyway. Luna plays like. <laughs> But yeah, Luna turns up with like uh, Lanawa Elves to standard with like really yeah. She turns to play standard with like like um, first edition Lanawa Elves. You know, the really old art. All the right, cards, all the yeah. cards are worth like twenty times the amount they should be worth because they're really old. But she plays like the really new format. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she comes in with like black border and lightning bolts, like alpha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. control with like really, really old like counter spells, like, really old syncopates. Oh God! <sighs> okay, we're doing okay. it again. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, ponies. Mm -hmm. okay. Uh, so, what do you charge for commissions, and what's the commission process like? Uh, I, I've not done a commission yet because it's very new. <laughs> but I, I'm sort of basing it based on what I've seen other people do. Uh, my chart, my current rate is uh, I should check. I think it's ten dollars per thousand words. Well, per, per, per one thousand words per thousand words. That's pretty fair. Ten dollars yeah. per four thousand words. One one thousand words. Okay, let me check. Go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that uh, that sounds about right. That's about what I'm charging the one person who I said I would do a commission for. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm trying to give it a go. Uh, oh, it's fifty. Oh, I'm sorry, it's fifteen dollars right now. I might may go down later because I'm still kind of thinking about it. It's very new. Um, but uh, yeah, I've not we tried it yet. I'm interested to try it. It's also has an open option. I'm not sure, not really expect to get much out of it, but it's more like a thing. Like, I like to do it because I like writing things with a prompt and like a hard goal. If you have like, if it's kind of like whatever, then I don't really care. I kind of find it hard to write. 
but contests would be good for me. So I figured like commissions kind of like contests in that sort of way. Mm. So I'm still thinking about it. It's very new. It's I haven't changed stuff around. Um, that's the thing, really. And more, more, more about the editing than the writing, really. Editing's my main thing. But yeah, if there, any advice would be helpful because I'm I'm free by the hit. Well, I uh, I I'm honestly very new to commissions too, so I, I'm yeah. just more kind of curious from the outside yeah. looking in. Yeah, but I, the I, way I, that the way that I'm choosing to look at it is like uh, with the commission, it's like someone's literally paying you to write their writing prompt, and you just kind of have to like look at it as like a writing challenge. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's, that's why I like it. Yeah. Rather than like, oh, I'm doing this for work. Mm. But I don't really find like writing as work. I like, I like because write editing for 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 money is like fun for me because I like I like editing normally, and the money makes it much easier to do because it's easy to easy to excuse yourself to do like, to spend time on. So that's why my sort of theory of writing of commissioning is that if you have the sort of uh, the prompt and the, the the impetus, then I'd find time to do it much easier. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's why that's my sort of current theory anyway. Right, fair enough. Um is it are is your cue oh pardon me, all these burps. Um is your cue for editing pretty open? Like is someone gonna be able to just like message you and be like, Hey, can you edit this story for me? Or yeah, dude. You... yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Hell shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. In um, that case then, uh since we're we're quickly running out of questions. <laughs> um actually that that's a lie there's two more questions never mind okay um the next question is which pony would be best at hypothetical pony magic the gathering from moose tassum uh ooh, fluttershy fluttershy very, very quietly fluttershy yeah she, she's like the best whatever but no one notices she like comes in and like, destroys you and like, you don't notice it it's easy just the best it's because she believes in the heart of the cards she just, oh, no, she just goes, oh, I, oh, I top, I, I top decked uh, Silly Champion on turn, turn, th- turn two with a Will Lara Elves. I win. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. She just wins. It's easy. She's just like, okay, turn one, play, uh, what's, what's that one one infector? And then oh, I play, oh, yeah, that's the rally. <laughs> Might have been Corosa. Oh, no. Growth, Mujang growth, Mujang growth attack. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> she, she totally did infect too. Yeah, I'm actually done. Buckles. So one buckle. Rankle, rankle, rankle. Go. Uh, the next question from Stiko, and I'm expecting this to light everyone up. Where do you stand on Bowsette? Oh boy. I I love Bowsette, honestly. Yes. I like, uh, she's fantastic. I love, I like I really like it. I I, great. Is she though? Usually, Ooh. like the quality of OCs is directly relevant to the quality of artists you get, and man, there is some good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Art. I will Not completely confirm that a few Bowsette images have made it into my collection. Dude, oh, I dude. can confirm that over one thousand one hundred of them have made it into my collection. How the fuck have you downloaded a thousand one hundred? Because I keep the Danbury page open and check on it every like eight hours. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I've, I've had to clear my internet history a few times for Bowser. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's been like, oh, like on a lot of really good videos though. She is. She's great. I like. I like. I found it. It's she's yeah. Great. Also, yeah. she like ties in like directly to a lot of my pictures. I mean, uh, uh not that. Oh, but you know. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Oh. How about our resident fetish expert, uh, Milk? Most oh my god, Milk is so dead. Milk! Would you penis a Bowsette? It's got a hole, right? 
shooting wolf she like oh wait hold on it's it's you know what it's you know what for all the people who said traps are gay this is no fucking different just because she looks like a girl don't mean she's packing girl things under there you don't understand she's not it's not gay please don't no it's it's pretty gay okay okay like like it's a woman it's a it's a woman body so like I mean, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. sure. Lots of people look like they've got women's bodies, but they don't have it down there. This, this is this is tearing into risky territory. <laughs> <laughs> I am a terrible person, and we'll go there. Like but, I, like uh, I said, just because yeah, just because the crowd is designed like apparently the crowd is just designed to make you look like Princess Peach. It doesn't mean it changes you. Yeah. But yeah, she, so Bowsette's got like, a penis, is what I'm saying here. It's it's pretty saw. gay. It's pretty gay. There was there was okay. a picture of Bowser Jr. She only got a penis if she takes there's, the crown off. There's a picture on the she internet still got right now. Bowser Jr. staring down at the floor, going, "Everyone's jerking <laughs> off to my dad to my right mom. now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mom. No, no, yes, he meant. Jerking off viciously to your dad. <laughs> Jacking off with potence to your dad? Yes. <laughs> Aggressively. See, Seiko knows what's up. He just posted a link that's very NSFW, but it explains exactly what I mean. Where is the link in Twitch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell I, yeah. I mean, I'd, al- I'd also like to add that Bowser has probably been, like, one of the more wholesome ones, you know? Because, like, yeah, it, yeah, they've yeah. gotten into that whole side story of, like, oh, now... Now somebody's actually going to give Mario the time of day and date him. Oh, oh, oh he's trying to get up. Anymore. Yeah. Great. Oh, I like yeah. it. I mean, this has even yeah. opened up an opportunity for a whole another style of game. Instead of, uh, what's it, uh, Peach getting... Or, Bowser, it's it's Mar- like yeah. Story. yeah. Hey, it's better than everything else we've been subjected to in how many fucking games since Super <laughs> Mario? <laughs> All right. Um, Take a Bowser, the thousand years old. Bowser and the thousand years. Well, actually, there's a lot of like games now with the Mario series where Bowser isn't inherently a bad guy. Yeah, there's a true. lot. Uh, like the um, Partners in Time series or whatever. Yeah, and Bowser's Inside Story came up. Yeah, all those. Bowser's Inside Story was a great name. <laughs> anyway, any other questions? Uh. Let's see, no, that's it. That's all the wow. questions we have for today. So what's uh, and we're just about out of time. So let's, yeah, yeah. we have we have sufficiently uh, bited. <laughs> so the next the uh, next question, final question we have for you is um, yeah, well, Jesus Christ, I lost my train of thought. Okay, how if someone else like missed asking you a question? Or once yeah. again, in touch with you for your editing services. What's the best way to, to reach you? Uh, PM me on Discord is quite good because I'm always on Discord. Uh, my na- username on Discord is perog- prerogative. So prerogative with an A in it. Uh, number, the hashtag 2869. That's my username. Uh, and Discord. And that's the best to contact me, but also on FinFiction is fine if you can find it. Pretty easy, pretty full for us. Um, and yeah, just ping me in, like, give me, like, ask what you want, and, like, just tell, tell me how much you're willing to do on it and how many words you want. I'll give, I'll give a message shot, really. Um, editing is, like, my main thing. I'm good at I'm trying to get into writing, too. Write, and writing questions are appreciated. I like to get into that and try and get practice it and get better at the skill. 
Um, but it takes my main thing, and I'm hoping many people like Carbonator. Carbon because I I, I, lo- I know my stuff quite well. I'm trying to get good advice on this podcast too, as you noticed. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like anything really. I'd, just PM me or message me anything. I'll, I don't mind. I'll give it. I'll try and reply. Uh, yeah, that's it really. Thank you for having me. It's great. Oh no, of course. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. We really appreciate it. It was great. Thank you. It's so uh, great. It's really fun. Awesome. Uh, be sure to tune in next week, everyone, when we have Vivid Santax. Uh, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, but until next week, everyone, thank you for watching. Your bartenders for this evening have been Flaminorfer. Yes. Milk. Ravage. The crown makes you female. Enigma died. And the wonderful pur- purple pros. Cups are gay. Bowser isn't! My name's Flutterprince! <laughs> <laughs> See you next week! See you. God, I need some more strapping! <laughs>